1: Welcome to episode four hundred and fifty one of this week in league. I'm mate. And I'm Jay. And I'm Glenn. Hey fellas, how are you going? Fucking great.
2: Good weekend, mate. Great weekend. That's good. <laughs> Got lawns done, whippersnipping. Fucking. Oh beautiful. was that weekend, was it? Love it.
1: It's a, so that's basically the weekend then. It was mainly mainly
2: Sunday. But um it's good times. Just and then the best the best time this is gonna sound really boring. Jay, but um, the best time is that when you fucking actually get it all done, everything's packed up, you put it away, you go down have your shower, you come out you make your vodka and it pisses down rain on your freshly cut lawn. So you know that although you've got more work to do in a week's time, it's going to be fucking green and beautiful can't believe I got to this point in my life. You're one of those
1: yeah, Yeah. you've become one of those (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be next weekend when I've got to do mine, but. um, Yeah. Although I did a. I went did some mini golf. As usual. It's a mini golf. Up there at Vic Park. Yeah. You know how every, every holiday period they, they bust out like a themed. You know, they, they redo the course under, you know, like decorating no, the theme. I am, or do I you just unaware. play normal I golf with Jay's clubs?
3: Because, um, <laughs> you know, golf being the worst sport on earth. What, um,
2: Other than Penrith and being a cunt, what do
3: you actually like? Fucking everything. (laughs) Dairy Queen. No,
1: no. No, no. See, you're paying paying lip service to the Dairy Queen thing. You started off with the Dairy Queen thing, but it's fucking same old Jake. It's still the same cunt you've always been.
3: You fucking drown the Dairy Queen. I just don't get why you would take the most annoying part. Of the worst sport on earth, and just do that for eighteen things straight. Eighteen things, like the get rid of, the, get, rid of get rid of the fucking buggy. Get rid of the nice scenery. Get rid of the natural grass. Just fucking astroturf everything. Oh, and stick a fucking windmill on it
2: for eighteen things in a row. Our fucking, <laughs> holes. <laughs> fucking holes fucking uh, holes I didn't want to mention uh, holes because you uh, we went uh, off <laughs> on a fucking digger
3: tangent <laughs> i just set you off just
2: over a place just treading on eggshells around like, me <laughs> just like,
1: tiptoeing around me <laughs> As always. I mean, I mean, no, different things to different people. I mean, Glenn hears about holes and he's fucking jumps in and fucking grabs a digger, and you hear about holes and you fucking throwing the fucking furry mitts on. Like, <laughs> yeah, it just goes to show yeah, that things are different. Things you hear
2: different the word people. hole and you fucking line up the sex wing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Right,
3: fucked well, up bunch know, we are. Cold. Golf, golf is wonderful and I do enjoy it. Fantastic.
1: <laughs> yeah, mini golf's not too bad. I mean, you know, kid, you know, kids don't get like they don't get like they don't like getting fucking slaughtered like badly, but but um. So this time I was just like, there was a ton of people. Like I think it's the first time we've done it on a Saturday night because usually in holiday times you know we sort of doing it on a midweek night and it's you know there's not that many people around. But this it was fucking packed. Where on did Saturday you go? So I had to I had to wait quite a bit too because you went. You've done that one, haven't you, Glennie? At Vicky Park. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it was it was, it was fucking it was. It was fucking packed and there was so many people to the point that like all of the, all the clubs were gone and mm. you're sort of waiting for groups to finish and come back and return like you know, the, the, and I ended up using like one of the little, like one of your size ones, like a, like one of the green, like, you know, one of the little kids ones, not the <laughs> littlest ones, shit, but like, mate. you know, not as big as, not as, as I prefer. Next time I go, I'll fucking take my own part of it. Um, but yeah, it was, um,
3: oh, you're one of those guys.
1: Well, no, I used I to like the I could I could to Imagine
2: the, hall, the, cart, the hall, with I his own, with his little bag. Yeah, yeah I,
1: fuck. I, 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 I played. I used to play golf probably in uh, two thousand two. Oh, People used and to I, show up to dad's pub with their own fucking pool cue and like, oh. but yeah. But I will be, but but you, I, no and I and I didn't and around, think about it till this time. Put to, together. <laughs> put some chalk. It, just scrubbing blue fucking chalk on it as well across the face. <laughs> <laughs> how do you but, do, it, you said, peasants? I mean, did you not bring you your own using plaza. the little kids one though? Was fucking, it was great. It was probably the best I've ever I've ever gone there. So uh, uh, I don't think I went over three on any hole. So uh, and you know what Vic Park's like. I mean, it is yeah. it, 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 some of those hilly ones. Are, the time are cunts where the you time, you time where we it. went.
2: So Leo, I don't know why, but I think Jackson was probably overthinking a little bit. And the worse he went, the worse he got, yep. and. Leo, I've got one of those. Leo was fucking arsing it, like just. I think it's mainly because Leo Jackson gave way too many fucks, and Leo gave absolutely such is often the case for both children. Leo gave absolutely zero fucks, so he's just whacking the ball, and he um, he was actually doing quite well. He a, hit a hole in one at one stage. His brother just yeah. about fucking imploded, and because <laughs> on top of not having a particularly great day Uh, or great game of of mini-golf, he's also hyper-competitive. And to watch his brother actually do better than him, his younger brother...
1: He didn't win across the whole thing, though, did he? He wouldn't have beaten him. No, 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 I don't think he
2: beat him. But then Leo could see that him doing well was really pissing his brother off. So then Leo slips into Trey Young mode and starts just giving it to him about Jackson. I thought he'd be better at this.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, it's good to yeah see this much. time
1: like we've I've, I've had I've had problems with uh, with you know people getting too too serious about it as well. So yeah. So this time because it was so packed and everything and I just could and I just could be fucked, I was like, you know what? I said I'm not even gonna fucking fill out a scorecard. Keep your own fucking scores, I don't give a shit. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and not giving a shit it was probably probably best ever, the best I've the best i gone through there. So um yeah, maybe there's something to be said for not giving a shit. Yeah. And not counting. Do,
0: all jokes
2: aside, Jay, I'm still struggling as to which one of your personalities that just come out in this conversation is the accurate one. Do you actually play golf or enjoy it?
3: Um, mate, I I do for work when it's required of me. Yeah, but it it's not it's not something I would seek out. Yeah, okay. Um, and probably probably more just for time reasons than anything mm. else.
2: Yeah. That's the reason I don't play. But I, like, if I had all you know all the time, I oh, fuck. I would play golf every day.
3: And yeah. and I think that's the thing. It's such a fucking, um, such an art mm. that it's almost impossible to to half ass it.
2: Yeah, you can't go out. If you want once to be a any year, good at it? Yeah, <laughs> you
3: can't go out once no. a year and play um, eighteen holes and. And, and speak, speaking of this, um, like or I got a family things. member who's ama- amazing at golf. Yeah, you know. Um, shout out, Uncle Mark, and uh, his his father was a golf pro. So you know, he's, he's yeah. got obviously, half the he's reason been, to be. Yeah. Um, Ever since he could stand up, he had a club in his hand. <laughs> yeah. You know, and and he hasn't he hasn't had as much work commitment lately. But the last time I was chatting to him, he was saying, you know, when when he'd play every couple of months, he'd be amazing. But yeah. now he's got mm-hmm. time to play every week. Yeah. And it's like you were saying—he's overthinking things and mm. starting to get in. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, it, any sport that can, that can do that to the best I've ever seen at it—I don't want yeah. to dip a fucking toe into. <laughs> <laughs> Steve like- will clear. I like
1: it. Yeah, it's one of those, it's definitely one of those activities that kind of um, is like an exception to the, like, you know, the 10,000 hour thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, when I remember when I, when I got started in, in, in golf, I mean, like, S for my birthday, she has got me some lessons with a, with a pro down at, like, um, Ashgrove or somewhere. And so we rock up there and just get, like, five iron, and he's just saying, okay, you know, you got, this is the way you hold it, this is what you got to do when you swing it, and let it crack. And first one, just like, bam, 150 meters, dead straight. A slight little bit of draw on it, and he's like, oh, that's fucking, that's perfect." The more shit you learn, though, yeah, the more shit you think about when you're setting it up, and it was never that fucking good. It was never it was never that good again. So, um, I'll tell you what, yeah, though,
3: liking golf, like being passionate about golf, yep, is a fucking service that you can give to everyone around you because you instantly become the Easiest cunt in the world to buy birthday and Christmas presents. <laughs> <laughs> like, there are that many gadgets
1: and gizmos and Oh, and then you go higher end, like you know, trips away or to spectacular courses and yeah, you know, the rest of it. So Yep. That's it. Yep. Anyway, speaking of holes, perfect segue. Cronulla Sutherland Sharks eighteen, defeat the Newcastle Knights, zero. There you go. You got the 18 and the hole. We didn't even fucking set that up. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> the Sharks 18 tries to <laughs> Tholman. Katoa, Talakai, Will Kennedy, Nico Hines with one from four conversions. The Knights zero. Glennie. Ponga had
2: a couple of concerning lack
1: of interest plays, which is probably... Kind of the, kind of the plays that we highlight like every time that he does them because yeah, even we're, trying, more to, we're so trying to get just, the message through to the people.
2: Just not... You know, there's obviously been a bit spoken about his meeting with with Wayne, and um, you know the contract stuff and, and things going on off the field. Just don't think he's dis- displaying the maturity to handle that off field stuff and still be the guy that Newcastle needs, and and he's paying him to be. Um, and then to compound that, there's talk that they're going to pay him 1.3 million a fucking season. <laughs> Yeah, so,
1: fuck, and that is the, that, and that that will be the most right. Like, I mean, there's no, I mean, because we always talk about the million dollar sort of club, but yeah, I mean, one point three is like that that's that. I mean, is, is anyone even getting one point one at the minute? I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's what like, about, that would make him oh, the highest paid
3: player in the game? Who's who's a million dollar player? Is Cleary a million dollar player? Yet? He would be. How like he is now? Look, I think I think we can safely say that you know maybe over two Clearys. <laughs> There's an average
0: yeah. of one of them. <laughs> <laughs> an average of a million. Um,
1: and then you've got, like, you you got, got Taumalolo, you've, uh, you've got Daily, you've got... Um, um, else.
3: Hang on, I think I pulled this up when I was highlighting... You did, we have spoken what, about it before. ...what shit value DCE is. Oh,
1: we'll get to that incredible fucking value. But
2: if, if DCE shit valued a million a year, what the fuck is Ponga at 1.3 then?
3: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. And what's Brooksy, is he sitting on 900? Oh, and what I was that it thing was. We a, saw, what was that well, thing we saw come out? Where the, was the, the, the context of that? I saw a tile saying "Wide World of Sports"
2: 1.1, and then I was like, "Where's the story? What the fuck is that?" There was yeah, no I just, saw that.
1: I, just, I just saw it and got enraged for you, and just moved on with my life. Oh, <sighs> fucking right, crazy.
3: So number ten, we'll go through the top ten. Uh, Mitch Moses, and this is a twenty. This is obviously, and this
1: is obviously, de- this is obviously declared. Uh, you know, yeah,
3: twenty twenty two salary, so it's current. Right, nine hundred and twenty k which was three years at
1: 2.7. Oh, okay, so, okay, so, yeah, I got right. average across the thing, yep, yep.
3: Uh, Nathan Cleary, 9.40. Three years, 2.8. So they're right. saying Mitch Moses is only worth 100K less than Nathan Cleary. Fuck, you want to win a comp this year, Parramatta. I
1: mean, uh, we are naming halfbacks here, though, too, so I guess it just a, also puts, like, the He's got a good agent. On the...
3: uh, JT at the Cowboys. Is he'll make 950 this year, but it was 10 years, 10 million. So if he's going right. down, oh, I suppose it wouldn't be that much. Um, Pong is on a mil this year. he's, oh, on he's already f- on it. A- he's on four years,
1: 4.4. So he's on 1.1 already.
3: No, he gets <laughs> one this year, but an average
1: of 1.1.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Right. right. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, Munster's on a million. Okay, there you go. I didn't realize he was on a million, so
3: he's on two years, two million, right? Fuck, that's a smart be on, contract, Melbourne. He, he'll be mm. on more next
1: time too because he's going to have the the bargaining power of the of the the Dolphins coming through, throwing ridiculous money to try yep. and get him.
3: Um, David Fafita, one point oh, one. Of course, yeah, three years. I he one point one, or th- th- well, three years, three point five. So that's what he okay, gets
1: this yeah, year. Okay, that makes it. Yeah, I thought he was one point two, but yeah, he's just under. Uh,
3: Tommy's one point one this year. Yep. Oh fuck. There's a value conversation. Six years, six million. Fucking Manly and Paramatum want to fucking tie for the Premiership this year. Uh, Teddy, he's on 1.1. Best one.
1: player in the game, of course. Teddy? You're paying he unders best? No, not Teddy. No, not Teddy. <laughs> um, Tell me, best player in the game, you're paying unders for him. He's not like number one. Oh, the
3: baboons boy. have entered the chat. So, Ben Hunt, 1.1. 1. <laughs> 1.
1: Yeah, there's fucking, fucking no value what? In that either. Situation. But I mean, but, but one of not, these
2: things is not like the
1: other. But, and, but they're not—they're not giving him a hand either. And though, DCE, I mean? the highest-paid player in the
3: competition at one point two. Legend. Eight years, ten million. Beats the bulldogs by one point. How fucking good! <laughs> so, Manly, with two of the top ten highest players in the history of the game. On the uh, history of the
1: game, fucking, fucking floundering. It. Floundering.
3: Well, these are the highest. these are the highest contracts now that there's ever been in the game. Yeah, but... Well, if you want to have this conversation next week, I'll index them for inflation.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, do you think I'm going to do any, go, go back and do any research? Tales, it
2: it'll be... There's next week's uh, episode title, Tales from the FI.
3: But,
1: yeah, uh, Tales from the FI. At, at this
3: stage, the Manly Warringah Sea Eagles are essentially a Paul Keating-era mortgage. That's the value they have. Oh fucking hell. One point one million so, for Tommy. Glenny,
1: would you like to finish talking about the <laughs> the, the Kalen Ponga while this fucking masturbates over the fucking FI I
2: have to say the sharks are looking really good already. Um I think they're only they're only gonna improve as those combinations um continue to grow, but Showing a real knack for for stripping numbers on the edges, um, especially on the left with Talakai and Ketua, Uh just especially Talakai in particular in space is fucking dangerous. Just with it the the low the center next... of gravity and the the power and
1: and the pace as well. But the next evolution of the game, maybe the Cowboys can fucking get get the hint and fucking put Tamaloa in the centre. <laughs> <laughs> but,
2: <laughs> but the way Sharks. Cronulla stripped the numbers um in several points in that in that game and put those guys in space was was really impressive.
1: You gotta say also, I a mean, three hundred game milestone oh. for, for Aiden Tolman and scores the first try.
2: Most impressive thing he's yeah, done in game. his career. It's taken three hundred fucking games.
3: Yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> um quick stat summary here. You would be forgiven. For, for saying that against any other team, Cronulla would have lost this game, right? 13 errors, eight penalties conceded, not ruck infringements, mm. eight penalties conceded, and a sin bin, right?
2: Mm. I think sometimes How- Sharks' aggression, um, is certainly through the
3: middle, can get the better of them. Certainly can. Average play the ball speed was four seconds, where most of the games this year around three. Uh, but, all game, 19 missed tackles. Mm. Now, granted, Newcastle didn't throw a lot at them, but then in reverse, Newcastle, 45 missed tackles. Yeah, that, and that the And therein lies the fucking stat. difference. Mm. What that then gives you is that out of essentially the same amount of sets... The knights lost in running meters. Nineteen hundred and twenty nine to twelve hundred and sixty eight.
1: Yeah, that's the and game that speaks right to, and yeah and that, and that speaks to the position that they were that they were running their sets. I mean, due to the you know the the general control that Cronulla had, you know, Newcastle weren't really uh, running the ball in good field position at any time, and well, they weren't doing much with the ball when they had it. But and again, you've got to think thirteen penalties. That mm. they're
3: coming out of your own end. They're mm. fucking piggybacks. Yeah, and they still didn't yeah. the score. Yeah. Fucking terrible. Not they they didn't really even look like it that much either. Yeah. Um Isaac in the Facebook group. Said Knights look like strangers. I was a Ponga defender until tonight. They completely squandered a twelve point wind back to scramble defence and the forwards are asleep. That isn't accurate. Mm. Really Unfortunately,
2: Kalen okay. is not much of a Ponga defender.
3: Or defender in any sense. <laughs> Troy <laughs> said, stab me in the eye with a keno pencil. Fucking hell, Ponga. Bring back Tex Hoy. Uh, Danny said, another game and another Ponga no-show. How that fuck justifies over one mil a season, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Troy Said I'm just really enjoying the Sharks' new attitude towards defence. They didn't throw much at us. Our hit and stick and one on one defence has improved immeasurably on the last two seasons already. Yeah, you're right. Um and Devonhead. This fucking. No. See Chris Rock's cheek takes more hits than Ponga. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there you go. Right, moving on to the next one. Uh, the Panthers twenty six to feed the Rabbitohs twelve. Uh, the Panthers tries to Targo, Crichton, Liam Martin, and a double to May. Cleary two conversions from five attempts and a penalty goal. The Rabbitohs twelve tries to Campbell Graham, Cody Walker, Latrell two of two conversions. Never in doubt. It really wasn't. Never in doubt. It actually it actually wasn't. I mean, did you t- you t- you, t- you, t- you tip south the wind, didn't you? Yes. No, yes, I, I said...
3: I said that I thought if South came out and would be more aggressive and wanted
1: it more, I don't know if you qualified it. That they a danger game. I have to hit the game tape. I don't. Yeah. I don't feel like you qualified as much that. If only we had a sound that. engineer th- that could go back and
2: look at the audio <laughs> and cut that out and um, play it back where you tip South Glennie, instead of being a fucking whining punk.
3: To find last week's episode on iTunes.
2: Listen, <laughs>
3: and just what I want to do button. is slam that <laughs> motherfucker.
2: That's what I want to do. Don't correct me with bullshit. Um, I just want to have a crack at him. That's it. I actually said Penrith thirteen plus
3: as my official tip that's
2: part of what that, you said. That's, you that's piece the same of as shit. that's the same as Glennie
1: when he says Tigers thirteen plus at the end when when uh, you know after just after he's given us fucking like twenty minutes after, on why they're going to lose I've and cried. how much
3: disappointment that means. I would suggest to you, sir, that it is not the same because Penrith actually won. <laughs> You make a valid point.
1: It's the same it's the same strategy so is it is in fact. The opposite
3: which is the opposite of the same. Ah, oh, you're well, at, you're at your best tonight mate. It's good
2: see. same say. the same
1: strategy opposite result just just through through the team you jumped on.
3: Um it it was nice to see that Penrith stepped up when it was important. Um they were down on form in their last couple of outings even though the the Knights probably wasn't a a great indicator because they let the foot off the gas, given they were against 12 men for for most of that game. Um, The reintroduction of Cleary was... And while O'Sullivan did nothing at all to disgrace himself over those two games, um, Cleary coming back in was, was, you know, everything he wanted to be. It was a morale booster. He did his job simply. He stepped back into that situation where he took on the plays that he knew was right, was happy to defer to Luai when he needed to
2: um, perfect first game back you I
1: could thought. say that he really played like Sean O'Sullivan <laughs> he certainly did he really took his, he, he really <laughs> saw what he saw what worked in the in the opening rounds and he just decided that um that that's the way that the game should be played so Sean O'Sullivan's <laughs> and, uh,
3: linkedin now says mentor to the New South Wales origin halfback ah, yeah
1: yeah well yeah, like he thinks of be like a second second father um, <laughs> <laughs>
3: Nathan flips the lights on and there's O'Sullivan balls deep in Mrs. Cleary. Oh, <laughs> fuck! <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ! Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess the number seven jersey of the Panthers, you know, it comes with fringe benefits or something, but yeah. yeah. Um, um. But,
3: especially with the forwards they were missing, that was where my main area of concern was. And, and even though the defence wasn't as hard hitting, they didn't have any of those stretches of the game like they do when Fish and Moses are on the field where they'll just pin somebody on the 10 and just fucking absolutely hammer them for a complete set and then make them kick off their 20 and then do it again and again and again and again. Um, they played some more expansive football and I think we're starting to see the, the fruition of, of that next man up philosophy which is only possible when everybody knows their job. You know, if you're in a situation where a key player goes down, somebody like Toto, you know, New South Wales state of origin winger, and our, our yardage every single set that we start out of our own end, you lose him, and then all of a sudden whoever's in there, well, they can't do as much as him, and they can't this, 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 and everyone else around them is a little bit nervous. We're not at Melbourne stage by any stretch of the imagination. We're probably not even at Rooster stage. But we are getting to that next man up philosophy where everyone just knows exactly what their job is, which makes the new guy's job so much fucking easier. So, um, south for theirs, never, never really got into the contest. And where they've been so dangerous for the last couple of weeks, they shot themselves in the foot. And it's shit like... Um, you know, Burgess was back to fucking dropping balls every time they were in decent field position. Uh, poor last tackle options, or uh, not not really putting the the Panthers under too much pressure. Uh, and I think South did create
2: some chances, but Penrith just just shut them down. Some in some cases just purely by yeah. superior defensive structure. In some cases, though, just by pure fucking effort, which is, for me, uh, as neutral, was the most impressive thing. Those those yeah. guys are, you know, they've just played back-to-back grand finals, they're defending premiers, and to show, you know, in round four, albeit against a good side, which you're going to be up for, but to show those those true effort plays is, is a fucking good sign as they yeah. look to defend the title, you know?
3: It is. Um, and speaking of effort... I can't go past the effort of the number one fullback in the NRL. And uh, according, you know, or with the information from our earlier conversation, Penrith now have the best value player in the NRL in Dylan Edwards uh, to go along with the most underrated player of Isaiah Yo. How is it that I, got- I feel dirty for something you said? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's he, he's destroyed his original point because of, by, by by going back on his 2016 point that no longer hasn't existed since 2017.
3: But... Look, Isaiah Yo is so underrated by he, by literally nobody. Well, he can he can literally have been awarded 12 out of a possible 12 Delhi M points so far this season and still be underrated. That's Which how he pretty underrated much he is. has been.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, like no, Dylan Edwards is in form and I think a-
1: and the more he has the more games he has in form means that the, the, it's reducing the time for the, the, for the shocker and, uh, and, and you would you would the, the scariest time to be a Penrith fan in the history of being a Penrith fan would be if he somehow got through to the grand final <laughs> and yeah. hadn't had that shocker yet <laughs> because then you know he's got like yeah that it's, that it's just going to be a poor carriage first and I uh, was going to race those.
3: What old stand-up was that? They used to tell that joke about Diet Coke. Like, how do they know that each can has just one calorie?
1: I don't know. You, you, don't, have have cal- like
3: a, <laughs> you don't have a million with no calories and then one time bomb? <laughs> 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 That's Dylan Edwards.
1: I love it. <laughs> Sounds I- like Stephen Wright or something. you not Diet Coke Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> like. Coke, no talent. Um
3: and he, uh, this was a an off night for Latrell as well. And and the fact that he, he, it's not that he did anything bad, like yeah, again, he didn't really do anything wrong. But but there are those nights where he goes looking for the ball and he wants to be involved in everything and, and he's inserting himself and just like getting getting himself in that space where he can put those big fucking Greg Inglis fuck off don't argues on people. And he wasn't really around. Mm. Um, but, yeah. What are your
2: thoughts on why that is? Oh, and... Happy to put it down to an off night? Or I feel like luttrell has got that bully mentality and, and Penrith's not a team that can be bullied and see us at no point got on top for him to play off the back of and
3: therefore that's all she wrote for Latrell. Look, that's, that's possibly a fair assumption. I, I think it's a little bit of that, but also mixed with needs the chip on the shoulder.
1: Mm. Yeah, but there's also two chips on the, that he has as well. There's like the one where he, you know, he gets angry and uh, and just takes charge. But then there's the other one where he gets angry, but he gets he gets into a, like a personal vendetta with someone, and they yeah. get under his skin, and that's when he start it starts to go badly for him. But if there
2: was going to be a game where he'd have a chip on his shoulder, a game against you know a, a so-called grand final rematch, you know. For a grand for final, a a grand final that he was unable to play, but, yeah. but no, yeah. there's the
3: point though. Does that grand final loss affect Latrell Mitchell like it affects Cody Walker? Abso- absolutely, I don't think
2: so. No way yeah, in no, hell does it. No chance. Now, I think if you, Cody Walker, over, will never be the same player
3: like <laughs> he was. Um, like how how much of the the Manly grand final do you think Cameron Smith blames himself for? Like I reckon, I reckon deep down for the rest of his fucking life. Like that's mm. that sort of mindset he has. Mm. I'm yeah. not. Sh- I'm not sure Latrell's built like no. that. No,
0: no I I'd, I'd agree. Yeah. I agree.
3: Not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing. Just, just how he is. Um, but it also probably wouldn't help that Penrith of that team that he can, he can get angry and aggressive and this this this. And Jerome Luai, will just laugh at him. Mm. Yeah. Thankfully. What, what hard
0: hitting rugby the rules league insight? Are out
3: punching people. <laughs> you
2: know. Hard hitting rugby league insight. Latrell Mitchell is not wired like Cam Smith. <laughs> Fucking brilliant!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's why you listen to this show, man. <laughs> <ain't he? laughs> <It's> fucking good <laughs> it's Shit times. like that. But, but ab- absolutely, I mean, I mean, like you never, th- you've never had that thought until that thought was presented to you, and you thought, "Oh my god, he's right." He's
2: fucking one hundred percent right, and I respect the shit out of it. Uh, Luai was impressive for me. Fuck, he's good to watch when when they're on a roll, and he's got that jump in his in his step. It's fucking impressive. Yeah. Literally, you know, I know Cleary gets gets so much, and and the lion's share of the
3: raps, but he's he's fucking brilliant to watch. Nice on well, the socials, Steve <coughs> said. I think it's become quite obvious who the best may is. And I think that was obvious before he'd ever stepped on. The yeah, park. I, think, <laughs> I think that was obvious before
1: anyone had actually ever heard yeah. the name Taylor, Yeah, uh,
3: in fact, any player is the better may. Just by not being tight, road may. <laughs> That's the only qualification you need there. Uh, Joe said, "With Dylan Edwards absolutely sunning Turbo and Latrell in the first four rounds, are we finally prepared to call him an elite fullback?" I think the answer to that is categorically yes. No. The greatest fullback in the NRL. <laughs> Mitch said, "Latrell's best kick was into that old lady's nose." Ha ha. <laughs> Fucking hell. What a lot of fucking granny slander in the comments this week.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's a nice little well, moment though, how he gave <laughs> the boots and everything.
3: Uh, Scott Scott underscore T underscore row from Twitter said, Guys, I don't see how the Panthers can break up the May Tago combination. Do you think they'll shift To over to the right to pair up with Crichton?
1: I think I think <sighs> I think Tago's gonna send them send the ball to whoever's on the other side of him. And he'll probably get more opportunities for himself with um, Toto there. Yep. That being said, i you know at the moment that he certainly seems to be the less expendable winger. So th- if you seventeen, thing.
3: where do you sit on the point of? Nah, a left winger is a left winger, and a right winger is a right winger. Oh, as a don't surely wingers are wingers. Get, get the best wingers, two are wingers on the field. Wingers are wingers. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Uh, and Terry said, so there goes the South's narrative. We would have won with Luttrell. Show some fucking respect, cunts. That's it. <laughs> well, that, that, yeah, you're I mean, right. Yeah, bring bring
1: Reynolds back for one game. and so yeah, I mean, come on now.
3: Um, we'll get to the
1: Broncos game, don't you worry. <laughs> yeah, we will. Like, as soon as you finish the socials, it's the very next game. We're done. <laughs> 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 the Warriors, 20, defeated the Broncos, 6 uh, over at Redcliffe. And the Warriors 20, uh, a double to Jesse Arthurs in his revenge game. Um, Marcelo Montoya, who played the single greatest two minutes of his entire career in this one. Uh, Reese Walsh, two conversions, two penalty goals. The Broncos, six. A try to Reynolds. Conversion to Reynolds. And that is the end of that.
2: Big point for me, coming out of this game, was the Broncos' ill-discipline. Which Pitiful. I think cost them badly. Flegler in particular, obviously, opened the door to the Warriors. I and the Warriors haven't exactly set the world on fire to start the season, but you give them opportunities, there's there's enough attacking spark there with, with Johnson and Walsh and those sorts of guys. You know, you go a man down for 10 minutes, and not to mention uh, other penalties and the field position and possession off the back of that. Yeah, The Warriors showed that they were good enough to, to make them pay. And I just, you know, Flegler's one of those guys, and there's a few of them in the NRL that, struggle to find that balance with their aggression where it, it starts to be counterproductive to, to their team. And I, I just think that really costs the Broncos... I, I don't know that the Broncos um, are, were playing well enough to, to sort of blow the Warriors off the park by any stretch of the imagination, but they were certainly robbed of of an opportunity to to compete with the Warriors. Just, they were just... Up against it, and the Warriors kept coming at them to their credit.
3: Yeah, you look at both of these teams, and I—it makes me wonder: if you're a coach in the NRL, do you go back to very fucking basics? Like this, it there seems depends to me which, that depends which club you're coaching. Well, exactly, but you've you know you've had some new blood coming at Brisbane. If I'm Kevy Walters. I'm not trying to do anything more difficult than promote ball safety, than to promote speed and accurate passing while going as quick as you can, while running defensive drills and learning defensive structures, and just saying very simply, I want a high completion rate, and I want them to start off in a corner, X percentage of sets. That's our goal for the first three rounds of the year.
2: And who should touch the ball the most in that squad? Would you say your we, most talented players? <laughs> if you only had yeah. three of them? <laughs> <laughs>
3: but, look, yeah, you know, again, oh, here, guys, we, we've acquired one of the better kicking games in the league. All right? So all we're going to do is have league-leading kick chase. That's it. Here, Here's the thing we're going to do. Kick chase. I don't care who the fuck you are, if you start every set on your 10, you won't blow a team out of the water. Yeah. Yeah? You know? um, if you've got one of the best fucking
2: meter-eating forwards... Yeah. G- give that cunt the ball. If you've got a dangerous attacking... I'm not saying he's the best centre in the game, but he's certainly a fucking dangerous attacking player. Um, and and I don't think Herbie Farnworth is is eclipsed completely by Katoni Staggs. I think he's talented in his own right, but yep. just doesn't get enough ball. And doesn't go looking for enough ball, but certainly doesn't get enough ball. Yeah, Selwyn Cobbo, right. get the fucking ball
1: in their hands. Well, Selwyn Cobbo, get him out of the fucking side. I mean, what a trade down Xavier goes for that guy. like <laughs> <laughs> Dead set fucking liability, and one of their worst players in their 17 at the moment, in my opinion. Defensively? Or? Ex, ex, just in, just completely across both sides of the fucking ball. Like mm. Tony Staggs, I mean, shit, you know he's also half a game liability as well because for some reason he's, I don't know if he's reading hype or whatever, but the dude just, he's just got no fucking like you're getting, you're getting the ball knocked out of him in tackles and, yeah. you know, just poor, poor passing, you know, yeah, like, that's it. But this is what I'm it saying. fucking shits me to
3: watch. Just to go back to absolute basics for a little while, you know, there, there seems to be this thing of oh, every, you know, round one, every team's got a chance to win the comp, <clears> you know? And for the Warriors, you know they they won the game. They they played well, but it's a a similar similar thing there. There just seems to be so many basic things that they should be getting a little bit better at each week that they're not. And this is running from yeah, last but year. you
1: saw last week's game, right? You know, yeah, the Warriors yeah. were twice as good this week. I mean, they that, <laughs> that that were probably the big improvers if you look <laughs> if you look at <laughs> <laughs> form across the board. <laughs> Okay, no. But uh, the thing is, I mean, what's the, I mean like what, what you're saying is fine, but I mean, what's the saying? What's saying that the Broncos aren't doing that and they're not trying to do that? I mean, really, if you t- if you think about take some liabilities like like Flegler getting fucking Simbin and getting reported a thousand times and like shit like that is kind of well, I'm not saying it's uh, it's like impossible to predict happening because with Flegler it's a pattern, but you know what I mean? Like that's uh, irrespective of game plans and things like that. Just, yeah, mistimed you know, dumb-ass aggression and things like yeah, that. True. You know, don't... And I think the Broncos as well were hurt a lot by that injury to Albert Kelly as well because then mm. that necessitated Billy Walters being on the field.
3: Yeah. Tried for to. half, Tried for to half try the to game.
1: Tell. And and yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. you
3: know, he's not he's not great. I, I just struggle. Look, you remember the back end of last year? You remember how the Broncos finished the comp last year? Mm.
1: You know? Yes. Yes.
3: The the three of us sat around and said, fuck, I'll tell you what, you take that team, let them keep playing like that, and then add Reynolds' kicking game to it, yeah, and they will be knocking on the door of the eight. They're not a, a certainty for the eight, but they will be knocking on the door. But what yeah. happened was,
2: the Courier Mail <laughs> fucking sprinkled its fucking fairy dust all over those players and forced them to read their own press.
3: Yeah.
2: And now they then they thought, oh, we've got Adam Reynolds, we're going to win the comp.
3: I would suggest at this stage they're the biggest regressors from late last season.
1: Oh, geez, we're lining those up. I think I think uh, the Titans are probably a contender as well for that. Um, yeah. it's tough. I guess that's something we can look at later on. Yeah. Um, yeah, Socials. You
3: want to add on that one?
1: No, no. I'm all good. I think we spent plenty of time on it. Lovely.
3: Lachlan said, I wish someone could come in and coach the Broncos on how not to be stupid idiots. There you go. Uh, Toto said, can Carrigan just play one good game so West Tigers can take him off our hands? (laughs) (laughs) Dominic. I love that one. From the Tiger house to the fucking penthouse, nothing better than beating the Bronx. (laughs) And Danny said, wow, hasn't taken long for Reynolds to be kevied.
1: Kevy's fault. I don't think Reynolds was particularly, you know, poor or anything.
3: No. It, it, look, they thought he was going to be the saviour, right? Yeah. Whereas Reynolds is never that guy. He's never your individual, um, I'll put this team on my back and carry them. He yeah. is the, if you guys go out there and do what you need to do, I'll put the fucking cherry on top. I'll guide us around. You guys are the engines and I'll be up here with the steering wheel and I'll get us to where we need to go most of the time.
0: So, right.
3: What do they call steering wheels and diggers, Glennie? <laughs>
2: depends Depends on the machine you're talking about, but I'm not oh, going to get that to with you. <laughs> if it's, if it's a, a loader, it has a steering wheel. So you're right. There you go. You could be in the MI and the FI. What's a loader? Does
1: it does it dig? <laughs> it's like a digger that you with load, load stuff with. <laughs>
2: Oh, I'm just, I'm just I mean
1: dude, it's in the name. Can we man. just
2: keep it to your rugby league ignorance without
3: your general life ignorance please? But do you put a load in the loader or do you pick up a load with the loader?
2: You pick up a load in the bucket of the Why are we talking about
3: this? So it digs, but it's oh, so it so, <laughs> so what
1: So what do you call the bucket, bucket? Stupidest
3: industry
2: ever. So what
1: do you what do you call the bucket? You mean like, you mean the scooper?
2: Oh. Yeah, the scoop you know what? I've never actually looked forward to talking about a manly game, but I really wish we could go to it. Please. Jesus
3: Christ. Can you imagine fucking the Glenny household? Daddy, Daddy, thank you for saying yes to some ice cream. No worries at all. Oh, please don't hit me when I ask for where the ice cream scoop is. (laughs) I promise I'll call it an ice cream bucket this time, Daddy. (laughs)
1: Oh, he wouldn't do that though. He understands the difference between the DI and the that's the dairy industry and the, and the MI. <laughs> oh,
2: wow. Oh, this is great. How do
1: we get here every single fucking episode? I, I don't know. I think it's because one of us say digger and you are up. i mean, basically.
2: <laughs> but it's just so fucking ignorant, nothing.
1: Yeah. Imagine, 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 imagine how triggered you're going to be on Anzac Day. <laughs> <laughs> when everyone's talking about diggers. <laughs> <sighs> but why is it
3: called a bucket? It doesn't have a handle. <laughs> Please can we talk about the manly game?
1: <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have an answer for it, that's why Yeah, exactly. I, in the MI I got no answers though. About the MI. What's going on? Yeah. I, I do the have the MI... answers,
2: but it only just perpetuates more ignorance from, from the MI stands for made you're, up you're and imaginary. Exposed,
1: <laughs> we finished the socials from that one yes. <laughs> I can't even remember where we were <laughs> yeah, we're done <laughs> the mighty Manly Seagulls 25 defeat the Canberra Raiders 6 out there at Mudgee and uh, the Manly side tries to Garrick, Harper Olaquatu and Tommy Turbo uh, Garrick 3 conversions and a penalty goal, field goal to DCE uh, the Raiders 6 uh, try to whiten and a conversion to Brad Schneider I love the the Mudgy games. I love the way that the people out there get around the the game every year. It's become a a fixture. I actually want to go out there to to one of the Mudgy games just to check it out. It looks like a lot of fun. Um, Performance. How bad is um, it
2: in Mudgy that people willingly drop whatever the fuck they're doing in that fucking two horse town and go and watch Manly and
1: enjoy it? Toowoomba man
3: I would
2: like to form apologise to the good citizens
1: <laughs> of Mudgy.
3: Um, hard working country folk all purveyors of fine mudgy honey. Great um, supporters
1: of rugby league when it makes it. its way out there every year.
3: Yes.
1: Slanted by by Glenny. Fuck, getting big town getting big getting big city by Glenny from Tooomba. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell.
3: How many Thumb MIs Mudgee. you
2: been in, Mudgy? That's right. Yeah. Show us your fucking diggers.
0: Yeah, there we
1: go. It's ratified. There we go. He's using the term now. We've changed the M.I., Jay. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. We're disruptors.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, you are cunts. Big difference.
3: <laughs> We're the Uber of the M.I. Is there an Uber for diggers? <laughs> Oh, fuck me, did Is it called Dugger? Oh.
1: With like, with yeah, with like a, no, E in the end, just, just a G D- and an R D- at the end of the word. D-U-G-R.
0: <laughs>
1: um, look, performance-wise, uh, very pleasing. Uh, the defensively uh, carried on uh, from the second half of that Roosters game in round two, and uh, didn't really give the Raiders uh, much of a sniff at actually scoring the tries. Although the Raiders did quite well, um, particularly with their, their offloads through the forwards, they just they were unable to do anything with it. Though um, there was just a, just the one single tackle lapse from Kawatu um, that gave them their only points of the game. Um, uh, attacking wise, it was great to see some, some some of the sort of tries that they scored last year, particularly. Um, the ones that, that uh, Harper, Harper and Garrick scored, and things started working a lot better. Um, so, you know, it's been said, you know, by all, but the the kicking game from from uh, Cherry in this game was was just fucking outstanding, and probably the winning of the game. Um, and I don't know what the. You know, like pretty pretty much everything you can do with a kick in this game uh, short of taking a conversion he, he did I mean it was a field goal it was tries try from a grubber try from a bomb um 20 40 40 20 and just uh, just outstanding kicking um across the board and um it was just great like for it was it was one of those games where everyone just kind of everyone was on like foreign and played um, extremely well harper harpered but to a lesser extent than he has in the first three rounds, so um, which is good. To, which is good to see whether it's enough to turn him around. I don't quite know yet. But Cooler um, made his uh, not his debut, but he's certainly his first starting um, starting match in his career. And he looked good. He he looked like he he looked like he was he's ready for yeah, ready for first grade. I mean he got through the eighty minutes with no problem at all. Um, set up that first try to Garrick with a great run and, and uh, busting through a tackle and uh, just gen- generally looked like he belonged, and in defence, I mean, I just can't remember anything coming his way that, you know, he was almost caught or needed to be mopped up or anything, I mean, he looked like he just looks like he belongs there, so, you know, going forward, uh, I think he will, um, what I want him to do is cement himself as one of the players in the 17 that is not on the first to be dropped list, you know, when you know people are coming back and rotating through the side, and... If he could get over there in that uh, uh, right center spot and um, maybe replace Harper, ultimately, I think it uh, it you know, wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Um, but there's a lot of troops coming back into the side as well, so in the forwards especially. And I guess uh, Aloy as well. I mean, I mentioned last week on the show that I'd hoped that he would tighten things up in the center and, and create an impact um, in his first game back. And he was he was the best forward in the side, I think by far, and did everything that I wanted him to do, and um, yeah, he sort he of basically carried his load and also the load of Marty Tapau who is increasingly doing fuck all in games. I think in his I think in his first stint, Marty had three fucking runs, mm. which is just like unforgivable for a starting prop. Is so, he off
2: contract at the end of year? Yes, he is. As, as let me tell you, if, if the West Tiger, they're not
1: going if, to re-sign really it, And if the West Tiger... If, no, we, well, I don't think we will be. And and he's on, he's on too much That's why he's money. playing poorly. Well, I mean, it's a contract. Year. You'd think he'd be playing fucking well. He hasn't signed anywhere else. Yeah, and he was having trouble. I mean, we were going to let him go early. I think last year there were discussions um, and no one wanted to meet the price but as it turns out now he's coming off contract so it doesn't matter about who's going to meet his price or not i mean if he wants to apply his trade he's gonna to have to fucking mm. sign somewhere right yeah he's super um, league bound for sure england and if the west tigers want him they can have him this year for the bargain price of carry half the weight and send us fucking to a lungy straight away <laughs>
3: <out> of here. <laughs> i'll tell you so would you say that this result was underwhelming overwhelming or just rightwhelming? For a team with two of the top ten most expensive players in the history of the sport,
1: look, won the game by almost twenty. Fucking is a perfect result. So couldn't be ha- couldn't be happier. Okay. This, so is team, this, this is the team. Saying, this is the team that. This is against the team that beat the inform sharks. So, so yeah, uh, great before great they were informed, the um, have in the first the game
3: chat. that they played together yeah, when they had no in. coach. I'm sorry, what? That's when you beat the sharks.
1: When they had no coach, they hadn't have a coach for fucking twenty twenty one. They got a coach now. They got no, fucking they old didn't. old Skeletor from fucking. They didn't have it. He had Kobe. Castle Grayskull. Um, yeah, okay. well, that's like saying that's like saying that in the next game that the Roosters didn't have a fucking coach. Well, they didn't. They got Kobe. a fucking coach. We live in the we live in the fucking we live With in the Jason digital Riles, Coaching masterclass. <laughs> well, I mean, he is a progeny of fucking Craig Bellamy, but we we'll um, get to them.
3: Okay, so yeah, so essentially, we've <laughs> established now that Manly are. A crack whore from Logan with
1: a Louis Vuitton handbag. That's what man A crack whore from Logan with a Louis Vuitton handbag, the Louis Vuitton handbag would come from Malaysia. And they bought it at the fucking markets.
3: Oh, no, 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 no.
1: (laughs) And it's not actually Louis Vuitton. Because crack whores (laughs) can't get past the security in that fucking Queen Street Louis Vuitton store.
3: Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with
1: you. And they they don't have one at the Hyperdome.
3: You are 100% right. To my knowledge. Because whilst DCE does things like forty twenties and twenty forties that may make him look like a great halfback, you are right. It's exactly He's what a halfback needs a to do. A fucking cheap Malaysian ripoff of a good halfback.
1: It's actually you like, are exactly
3: I mean, correct in your assessment.
1: It's probably the greatest performance by a halfback in probably the at least the last ten years of the competition. Yeah. Uh, perhaps Nicholas, longer, Perhaps perhaps the NRL era.
3: Well, as the most expensive player to ever play the game, you you would hope so. You would want yeah. him to be turning out Value for best performances in the history of the sport every week. Yep,
1: yeah. and he did, so we're, we're, everyone's happy. <laughs> oh, we got there in the end. Thank fuck. Get on the cycle. That is
3: Cherry Evans, Parkley Market Special. <laughs> Nicholas, the T-Baz ruined Chotrick. Poor bloke was an origin winger at one point. Yeah, that's a fucking...
1: Oh, we price. got plenty for fucking T-Baz. Don't you worry about that. Uh, Jason... <laughs> Said Raiders,
3: epitomising stupid, panicked football. They'll never be a top side while doing that. Yeah, you're right. They didn't seem to have a plan at
1: any stage. Hear uh, what fucking Ricky said in the press conference? What's that? <laughs> he said that the manly, um, I don't know, if he's uh, he talked about the club or the club or the or the CEO, or whatever, should be laying flowers on the grave of Bob Fulton every year. <laughs> go down to yeah. the grave of Bob Fulton every week and lay flowers on there for, for Bob Fulton convincing him to backflip from the Titan, daily to to backflip from the Titans deal. There
3: you go. It was actually Uh,
1: remarkably unsullen for Ricky as well. Like He didn't have much to complain about. He just got smashed.
3: Yeah, Shane said Canberra couldn't complete a four-piece jigsaw puzzle. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Robbie said, well, once again, DCE's neck is far too strong for the Raiders. Here come the Premiers. Strong words. Uh, Kat said, have to admit, great kicking game from Darius Cherry Evans. If only he could defend an attack, he would be worth a million dollars a year. That is true.
1: Uh, Liam. Yeah, I mean, we've established he's one of the greatest defenders in the halfback ranks. But also in this game, he put an exclamation point on it by making a tackle in the centre where he actually tackled two forwards at once.
3: Cool. Have you looked at the missed tackles leading to
1: tries? I've looked at the fucking stats in depth. Have because you looked some at missed tackles leading to me. tries? Yeah. You have. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you want to be sure about every- that? Yeah, yeah. I'm fucking tackles absolutely leading to tries. I'm I'm a hundred percent positive. Okay you have you haven't but i have because some cunt made me and the cunt knows who it is and <laughs> he made me do it no, and, um, like not missed tackles, and missed i not
3: mistackles, tackles leading to tries yeah okay
1: i've i have analyzed the okay. fucking game tape no for 265 games of Daily cherry evans um, career and Liam. compared and contrasted initially to luke brooks but then when i looked at it when i compared it to luke brooks <laughs> why, would well, <laughs> why would that, you do that well bother? because that was the that was the fucking challenge laid out to me and then but then I realized when I started looking at other players there were some that were significantly worse than Luke Brooks mm. who are significantly higher rated on this show.
3: Nice because they win premierships perhaps,
1: but they are fucking worse defenders
3: that's it. It is good thing Premierships are not won with defense they're won with well.
1: points. Well, hang no
0: on, pre- wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we changed,
1: we're, change, we're changing the argument now. We're changing the argument now to suit ourselves, although they have one more premises oh, than we
3: <laughs> Um Liam said, "DCE Clinic with four and on song has to be the best halves pairing in the comp." I think four and fucking wound back in this one. He was he was good for it. Uh, and Troy, he said, "Let's not pretend Manly looked good. More a case that the Raiders looked terrible." Thoughts? <sighs>
1: Yeah, thoughts. Fucking, the fucking the, the, the NAMLA president chiming in, <laughs> trying to get read out by you. There you go. <laughs> Mission accomplished. There you go. <laughs> um, now, the Roosters 28 to feed the Cowboys 4 up there at the Abattoir. The Roosters 28 uh, tries to Momorowski, Radley, Nagama, and Daniel Tupo with a uh, double to Johnny Manu. Two conversions to Sam Walker. Tedesco missed with his only attempt, and the Cowboys a solitary try to Murray Taulangi. I think Joey Marner, excuse me, Joey return
2: to first grade and his form after his injury late last year is going under the radar. He's he had some fantastic and has had some fantastic plays since he's come back. And no sign of any hesitation going into contact, especially after that injury, which is which is really impressive. Um, and it's and it shows in his game that he's not hesitating. He's hitting the ball at speed. Um, the cont- contest in the air in this game, um, zero hesitation. And fucking, I don't know what sort of um, psychological assistance he had to get through, given that his face was smashed. Um, but. He's coming out the other side and hasn't missed a beat since he's come back, so it's it's really impressive. I think the Cowboys needed the Roosters to to be a bit off their game to have a chance of winning this game, and the the Roosters weren't. Uh, and then on t- to compound that, the Cowboys gifted the Roosters more possession and field position through their own ill-discipline, similar to what we were saying with the Broncos, but um, just. Yeah, couldn't get out of their own way in in patches in this game, and the roosters made them pay.
1: Not to yeah, even, yeah leave themselves down men as well. Yeah, you know. But um, like so, so the Cowboys form though. Do you think it's the roosters, or do you think that the, the their form is you know fool's gold? Oh, I think rounds? I think the
2: roosters were pretty good. And yeah, yeah. I, I think the Cowboys probably have surprised a few people, and prepared to give them the benefit of the doubt in this game, just being outclassed. Um, and maybe one of those nights in certain certain areas, but some um, some of the attack the Roosters throughout out was was pretty impressive.
3: Yeah, it it went it went essentially as as it was predicted to go. You know the
1: yeah yeah. I mean, I would have liked to have seen more out of the Cowboys um, because, like I said last week, this was this was like a test. This was a you know it's one thing to to you know beat up on 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 sides like you know the Broncos <laughs> for example, but. Now you're at home, you're against a team that's, you know, like a, a fairly, you know, highly rated team in the competition. Now's a chance to test that great form and see if it translates, yeah, in the bigger games. Mm. And um, yep. unfortunately for the Cowboys, it uh, did not come close.
3: Yeah, that's it. Anything else you want to say on that one? Nah. No. Nice, no. Jordan. said, how does Jordan McLean have a contract? He's a shit version of James Tamau. Oof.
1: Fuck, yeah, fucking man. He's, dying off, he's dying. He's dying. He's dying. uh putting McKinnon in a wheelchair. Well, oh, man,
3: you remember like when when he left Melbourne? What he was? Would you have said he was one of the top five um, front rowers in the game?
1: No, I wouldn't have. But I mean, he was definitely like a super promising one with that kind of asterisk, like the, yeah, the okay. McKinnon thing, sort of hanging over him a little bit. And then,
3: then he did himself for the first season at the Cowboys. Was it at the Nines? Yes. Well, what the fuck? That cunt was playing in the nines anyway. But <laughs> yeah. Fuck me. Quality coaching. I don't, know why,
1: I don't know why anyone puts anything more than like a, 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 a back edge, edgiest of the edge yeah. back rowers into that That's thing. You, know? you don't need fucking props. Yeah.
3: Um, and he's never come back. Absolutely never come back. Sad. Um, Stephen said, so gee whiz, bet there's a few disappointed MI fans in Downsville. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, they love the MI out there. Alistair. Definitely. Townsend
3: verb, informal, to make a number of meme-level poor decisions or errors resulting in the Cowboys playing like the Cowboys. Chad Townsend completely Townsended in that game against the Roosters last night. <laughs> yeah, he,
1: he, he'd been earning back some goodwill with his performances earlier in the That's season, it. but this was one of those ones where, you know, Chad. that we thought we'd see. Chad's yeah, going to Chad. Uh,
3: yeah. Winston finished up and off and He said, this is like watching a reverse donkey show in Tijuana. There you go. Jesus Christ.
1: You say a reverse donkey show. Yeah.
3: I don't know what about it
1: it mate. I thought the donkey, like, yeah, what, yeah, that, I need some, I need to uh, go to the panel with that one. What, what makes it a reverse one? (laughs) I thought no matter what, no matter which way things are going in the, in the donkey show that, uh, it's all just the donkey show, right? Who
3: knows? Who knows? (laughs) Yeah. That's it.
1: Quality comments as always, Cowboys fans. The Melbourne Storm, 44 defeat the Canary bankstown Bulldogs, zero down there at the Korean housewife. Four tries to Ryan Pappenhausen. Uh, King, Bromwich, Coates, and Kafusi also with tries. Pappy, six of eight conversions. The Bulldogs, mind you, coached by an offensive mastermind slash genius, it's been said, zero points. Unless you want to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that those two length of the field intercept the lost ball tries go on Trent's account as points that he generated through his attacking mastermind <laughs> g- genius.
3: Yeah. I I don't think this game needs any more discussion than, you know, similar to the last one. Th- this went exactly as the fucking script dictated. Mm. An, an incredible team that will be vying for the Premiership played against a, a rebuilding club that's been rebuilding forever and doesn't have its full component of, of players that it envisions for its its final team to come next year. Are the year. Bulldogs
1: of 2022 just the Bulldogs of 2021 with far less cap space?
2: That haven't played
1: the Tigers yet. And here's,
3: I said this about Birdo last year. You know, he has a massive fucking boot on him. He has an absolutely massive boot.
1: Oh, and those floaty wonky bombs are fucking yeah, great.
3: that's it. And, and he will get the dogs out of far uh, more trouble than any of the halves they've had for the last couple of years. In terms of just territory,
2: they didn't However, buy him for his kicking game. It's actually a thing. Like I know you've said previously that he's is he's got a great boot on him, but I'm sure when when the Bulldogs wanted him to sign, they weren't buying him in any large part due to his kicking game. It's his, no, it was his running, running game and, running and the spark. It. And, and they, they, bought him,
1: for- they bought him. They bought him as a running six to be an organising half. <laughs> That's, yeah. that's what they did, and that's fucking trendiest of the fucking like, like, textbook trend.
3: But Birdo, and as great as he is, and he is a great player, um, he was a great player behind a Premiership winning forward pack mm. playing outside mm. of two State of Origin representing halves.
1: And inside, inside a State of Origin winger as well.
3: Yeah, inside a State of Origin winger. Insider, if he was born in Australia, would have played Origin in kick out, if not for if not for performance, just for the narrative, you know, um, Fijian representative. Yep. And there's a lot of talk at the moment, and you know, ramping up in in the last couple of years, but about the gravity that these players have for a defensive line. So when you think of all that fucking gravity that each one of those players demands from a defensive line, it's, and no, it's no surprise you even mentioned Isaiah yeah, exactly. You know, well, yeah. Well, he Yo, does seem
1: to work the other way, though. Yo
3: plays for, See, I've just underrated him. That's how underrated <laughs> he is. But it's no surprise. Matt Burton has essentially just had the easiest job in rugby league for the last year.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, I think that's a bit that's a bit of a stretch. But he's certainly the, gone the into the one of the more job difficult in rugby league. He's gone into one of the more difficult jobs in rugby league, and he's been sold a fucking dump by his coach and fucking. Well, I mean,
1: that's one of of the easiest jobs in rugby league. Getting selected in the halves at the Canterbury Banksdown Bulldogs—that's pretty fucking. That's a pretty fucking easy job. (laughs) It's also easy to get dropped from it too if you're not being paid the most money. But still,
3: congratulations, Birdo. You uh, did not flog a speaker this week. We'd like you to come back next week. He has uh, to.
2: He has to. In his heart of hearts, has to be regretting it.
1: Yeah. Oh. Look, if it... He, uh, I mean, is he regretting it as much as Ad Car though? Oh. Man, man, we've just been through. He, he, we've just been through four games now, and he still hasn't even gotten close to scoring a try, let alone open his account. He may be on a nudie run in this he, Trent Barrett. Ad Car
2: did start his career at the Tigers, so so it, he um... he understands. Yeah. Just, just like, like Pappy.
1: It's like a bunch of good players, Glennie. Um, Let's bring them all up. (laughs) That Tedesco went all right too. Yeah, he did. Still breaks Well, Woodsy's the only one, I think, that you go, yeah, okay, fair enough. So,
3: Glennie, would you like to talk about all the great players that have left the Tigers? No,
2: we're talking about a great player that left Penrith.
3: Don't make this about me. Or would you (laughs) rather us talk about all the great players from Penrith that have ended up at the Tigers? Tamau, Peachy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, want, I just want this show to be over. <laughs> um, yeah, Melbourne were fucking great. The dogs were, were, were serviceable, you know, at, at most parts of the game, but just, it wasn't a contest in terms of cohesion, in terms of speed, and in terms of execution.
1: Yeah, and once the points started piling up, that's, then the dogs really fell away, and it sort of, the, the rate accelerated. Yeah. Like they hung in there till probably 16. And then, uh, then that was the end of that. And then the puppy show began. And the fucking cougar broke out the mullet and the moustache. Yeah. And uh, that was that. Nice. On the socials,
3: Terry said, After a turbulent start to the year, things have settled into a 2021 type shape for the NRL. For instance, the Bulldogs have the 2020 attacking coach of the year. Jesus Christ uh, Reese said someone better study Bellamy and his systems and everything he does as a coach because fuck it works I used to think he was lucky to have Smith Cronk and Slater but he seems to be shitting out big threes with monotonous regularity yeah will anyone will anyone ever touch Bellamy's legacy it's
1: hard to mm. say yeah it's hard to say Because I don't don't, don't think, I mean, like, if you look at just sheer, like, number of premierships and stuff like that, and and then also the cycling of, um, you know, coming into probably with a third generation of big players. Mm. I mean, you can't argue with the, you know, you you can't deny success.
3: I think that's where he separates himself from other, you know, great, great coaches. Um, Because
1: he actually wins it, not just remains perennially successful.
3: That's it. And... That, but okay, you look at Wayne Bennett. What what teams has Wayne Bennett won with?
1: Yeah, like the Australian like, team.
3: It, yeah, from es- yeah. essentially, like fucking Glenn. Certainly, the Queensland Origin
1: team. Us. You know, if yeah. you, if we if we're being generous, we, we we say the Australian team, but it's certainly at worst the Queensland State of Origin team plus Chris Johns, yeah, He played for New South Wales. Yeah.
2: And- <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think Robbo is the closest one, like the one with the strongest? Resume or,
1: or at the at the moment, but he's probably got to do it for another like five or six years out of minimum coach. Yeah, yeah minimum. yes.
3: And he has he has to do it again, you know, without buying a Cooper Croc.
0: Mm. Yeah.
2: And I guess you'd um, say, if, you know, if if Penrith keep this nucleus together,
3: yep. Yeah, you
2: know, I mean, you're still talking
3: a decade of dominance. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. yeah. Um, okay, now here's the thing with Penrith. I, I say, was
2: actually going to say that's that's exactly the point I was going to make. That's what they would need to achieve to be close to Bellamy, right?
3: Well, yeah. that, and that's it. If, but if you look at Penrith, let's say Ivan now three-peats. Right? Let, let's just say he three-peats. Kill myself. The counterpoint on that... No, you won't. You will fucking drown in my semen before that's, you get a chance to that's jump how off I'll, the stool. That's how I will die. Yes, how good. Back in 2011, Toowoomba City flooded in seven minutes. You watch me Guinness World Record, that motherfucker. Fuck yeah. Picked up
2: buses and fucking took them down the street.
3: It's got nothing
2: on the wave of
3: fucking 20 billion little J's. You know if twenty billion little Jays all speak in unison you can actually hear them. Yeah, and they all say, You're a pedophile <laughs> <laughs> No. I'm I'm going to Toowoomba, not northern New South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> um But if if he did that then then the counter comment on that would always be Uh, You know, just like it is with Wayne. Oh, yeah, but he essentially had the Australian team or the Queensland origin team. If Ivan does that, it'll essentially be, oh, yeah, but they weren't his juniors. They'd all played together for a decade before they got to him.
1: Yeah, and like half the the origin side or whatever, you know, as well, you know. That's it. Well, now,
3: see, the the counter-argument to that with Cleary, as it is with Bellamy, is they didn't come in as origin players. Mm. They became origin players under his tutelage.
2: But over the next 10 years... Players that come into that side and perpetuate that success—that's what he'll will, have indeed, to do to, will indeed will indeed
1: be his it. About it. Yeah, yeah. And that's um, it, because I mean, because the thing is with Bellamy, I mean, his career has been pretty much success no matter what. Yeah, yeah mm. that's he's it. had to deal with. Whereas Ivan has had years of you know zero success on untalented sides. You know, yeah, and, fatigue. And, yeah, exactly. So,
3: um, I would like to point out. Um, Ivan Cleary turned Luke Luke Brooks into a M winning half.
2: His greatest ever
3: achievement. So he's already greater than Bellamy. His greatest ever achievement. <laughs> he's already greater than Bellamy. <laughs>
2: yeah. So, what do you reckon? Nathan's like, what do you reckon about that game, Dad? Yeah, but did you see what I did with Luke Brooks? <laughs> I playing play for Australia. Yeah. But you had a fair well, ceiling like, to start with. And did you see what I did with Luke Brooks? <laughs> well, it's, like the,
1: it's like the Kaiser Soze. It's like, yeah, the greatest trick the, greatest trick the devil ever pulled was, was to make people think that Luke Brooks was the best halfback in the game (laughs) across an entire year of football.
3: (laughs) Imagine Kaiser Soze just like shuffling down the street. Mom, dad's telling
2: the Luke Brooks story again. For fuck's sake.
3: Instead of just like your shuffle gradually turning into a normal walk, (laughs) the shuffle gradually turns into Luke Brooks running (laughs) after Burgess throws the ball on. (laughs)
2: now yeah, that's a movie
1: I've seen yeah good, oh, how good. Vivid, vivid, in, vivid imagery Been have fantastic. you done a, have you done any socials on this I can't remember um, we get, a lot no, of tangents that, tonight
3: that was, we got onto a tangent from the socials <laughs> um, Josh said is there even another option for the Bulldogs if they fire Barrett
1: no and I to put it to you, that's what I wanted to do put the question to you fellas Dean Pay did far more with far less fucking dudded <laughs> Absolutely
3: Absolutely fucking dotted. 100%. But we've been through this before, though. Dean Pay wasn't a a performance issue. He was at the mercy of there's factions within that board. Mm. And there was a a faction that didn't want him in the first place, and they got to say, ha-ha, told you so. Is there a faction that wants to win games? Yeah, I don't know.
1: Clearly not. Um,
3: (laughs) Yeah. Jason.
1: Unless Trent's going to get tired. Because Gus is there to make, you know, he's a fucking sleep specialist.
3: (laughs) Yeah, fucking hell. Tell you what, it's a shame he won't make the fucking hook mistake
0: twice.
3: (laughs) Wouldn't that be great? Uh, Jason said, it's been a few hours since that game's finished, so it's given me some time to try and comprehend what has happened. And the conclusion is nothing. Nothing's changed from last season. We struggle to score tries and a suspect in defence. One big loss does not define a season, but something has to change. It's going to take a massive effort from the players to pick themselves up and put this game behind them and try some way in getting the season back on track.
1: Yes. Who was that that comment from? I don't know. I've just deleted it. Oh, okay. Well, I was just going to say to to the author of that comment, um, something has changed. You've got two million less cap space now. (laughs) Yes. That has... Is that it for the socials? That's it. Finally, the Eels forty-eight defeated the Dragons fourteen. Um, Eels tries to Brown Brown Marnie and Gutherson doubles to Moses and Wonga Blake. Uh, Moses perfect eight, eight, eight from eight conversions. The Dragons fourteen uh, tries to Bird and Sims and a uh, couple of penalties sorry a couple of conversions to Zach Lomax and a penalty goal. When
2: they're on and the and the passes stick. Not many teams beat power in that mood, in that second half mood in particular. Some of those trials they school fucking impressive. <laughs> as much as it pains me to admit it, um, best I game of, I reckon the best. That's the best game I've seen Moses play.
3: He, yeah, he's another one, isn't he? He used to be at the Tigers, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for pointing that out. It's great. Oh,
1: okay. Let's bring um, up some others. They had like a big three, and I think he was one of them. He was one yeah. of the three. Can you yes. imagine me He a
3: shirt you imagine what Bellamy would have done with that big three?
1: <laughs> big three, Pete. Oh,
2: fucking
3: hell. Fucking hell. Um, I also think, if you look at the some of the performances from across the round, how much is a fucking eight from eight goal-kicking performance worth? Mm. Now, if, if you're scoring fucking, you know, at the, at the knot where you need to take eight conversions, the game's probably not in doubt.
1: You're probably going all right anyway. Yeah, but yeah you're right. I mean, but, like, because we've seen the Roosters... Have got yeah. horrific trouble with goal kicking. Yep. Even Panthers haven't been, you know, haven't been incredible. No, not at all. And I mean, like all. Cleary, I thought they would fix, you know, the second Cleary came back. But I mean, he was a bit rusty to start off as well.
3: Yeah, look, you know, he um, he can only be so perfect as as not the highest paid highest paid player in the history of the game. Um, you know, he's allowed to have some some drawbacks, and we Go still same. consider him.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, he has got variant. his drawbacks. I mean, he's that fucking Rocky Dennis fucking chin he's got to carry around
2: <laughs> goes home tells dad That's what sorry, sorry about That's missing those goals dad well you know Luke Brooks would have kicked those back when I made him the,
3: <laughs> tell him half back of the year
0: <laughs>
3: well, I imagine that you're like representing your state and your country and your, your dad's just like nah, nah. <laughs> still not the greatest thing this family's ever achieved <laughs> Congratulations on being the the second highest achieving Cleary in the house, son.
1: Well, that's like the that's that's like the yeah they got the, the trophy wall and everything like that. And the main the main thing is this framed photo of, of Cleary Luke and Brooksy you know, at the Dally M's all tucked up, up, up trophy. <laughs> yeah.
3: no, again, he's turned it into an NFT. <laughs> <laughs> it's Brooksy running. <laughs>
2: Clearies are at church on Sunday Telling the story about how Jesus turned water into wine Well, that's oh, impressive But did, did he ever turn the Brooks into the telly uh, Back of the year
0: <laughs> Oh God
1: <laughs> Where were you going <laughs> from? Another, mate?
2: another tangent Yeah, good um, Gatho scored a long range try away. There was no Gatherino I put it to you that maybe the Gutharino has died and was do think, assassinated. Do you, do
1: you think that, that we all should thank Philip sami Yes, for, for for knocking the Gutharino out of the yeah.
3: oath, we
2: should. I fucking hope that that is the case. But um, yeah, dragons weren't up weren't up for the contest, and and once Para uh, certainly in the second half, I should say, um, the dragons didn't come out and Parra got on a roll and, and St. George couldn't go with him.
1: What the fuck was Griffin doing with the team selections for this game? It's crazy. Griffin Ball! Oh, yeah. but, but what you aspect just, of Griffin, Griffin Ball takes, takes the like, promising the juniors thing. who have mm. acquitted themselves well uh, uh, so far through the season and then just randomly dropping... Sloan... Sloan Anthony, Anthony
3: Griffin is the man that took Bryce Cartwright um, who was on the cusp of, of being considered for origin? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, pro-choice advocate.
1: So this is before he was financing abortions.
3: That's it. Uh, and turned him into a six. Mm. And Bryce turned Cartwright him into,
1: turned him into a Gold Coast Titan.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro- well, do you remember that the season Cartwright had where he was? He was doing that thing. He, he was essentially playing as that hybrid, you know, center, second row of lock position. Yep. Where he'd be out on edges, he'd have a physical dominance against the people in front of him, he had those giant fucking arms he was getting, wrap around offloads and flick passes away, and all of a sudden Griffin's going, you're a six. You're a six. Yep. Um, that That's that's Hook. That's Griffin ball. You know, it's... I don't oh, like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how about Somebody.
2: Bryce's uh, pass in this game? Caught it in the caught it in the left hand, yeah. switched to the right in yeah. midair, flicked it out the back. Did we yep. call that the coat hanger? <laughs> <laughs> Did it end any lives? <laughs> well, Saint George, oh, George died. Saint George died. Someone say it ended, 17. ended seventeen on the afternoon. <laughs> seventeen <laughs> Cogra residents.
3: That's <laughs> that's Bryce Cartwright. He's not a but Griffin. Doesn't seem to understand that so much of. Of the game now, is in making split-second decisions, and to make a split-second decision accurately, you need to make that decision over and over and over and over and over and over. You know, it's it's why you can't just put somebody who trained the house down in fullback. You know, it's it's why hey hey
2: hey yes you can. Doesn't mean they're going to play well. Yeah, that's it.
3: Yeah, you can do it. Yeah, (laughs) the difference between could and should. Um, but, yeah, no, this is Griffin Ball 101 Strap in, Dragons fans. This is everything you deserve. <laughs> you pack of cunts. <laughs> 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 and I will say, special
2: shout-out to number one fucking Red V cunt who come in today, fucking scabbed my fucking customer gifts off my front counter at work. Comes in, fucking trots in, his hair all slicked back like a fucking creep. Oh, what have we got here? Oh, some gifts, leftovers that uh, we had from, you know, some... Cu- oh, what's this? I might take this. It's fucking food. I like food.
3: Fucking righto. Well, trots. Yeah. Trots out, jumps back in his car and fucks off. See you, Cashy. See, okay, so you say we have some leftovers here, and this poor man's thought that you were being kind and offering him a gift...
1: Doing your favour, taking them off your hands. To be honest, and
3: and so in not wanting to fucking insult you, trying to re-gift shit <laughs> like the cheap cunt that you are, he's begrudgingly accepted exactly it. Exactly, and probably I said you would say, probably <laughs> gone and donated them to a homeless shelter. <laughs> fuck, it's probably of, already at the bottom of his guts. Fuck.
2: And off. the reason
1: you didn't know he donated them to a homeless shelter is because he didn't put it on the socials because he's not that kind of guy. <laughs> exactly.
3: Ben in the Facebook group. Said this game is what the Eels fans needed to keep clinging to their eighty six FIFA dreams. They were nine and one last year in round ten. We can all expect the same failure and inevitable implosion from Nutho, Moses, and Mahoney. That is an interesting point. I won't look Parramatta are playing incredible footy. But they played incredible footy for most of last year. But peaked too early. You know, yeah. I, I think for Arthur to rectify the mistakes of last year. He needs to get them, you know, rising into finals form, uh, which won't make a difference if they come up against Penrith in the finals again um, because we will just absolutely fucking race stone them. Uh, Robert (laughs) said, "What the most impressive thing about that game was both teams going hard till the final buzzer. There was no slowdown, no accepting defeat, but wonderfully the Dragons received some of their own medicine and no matter how hard they cried no, the Eels continued to force their way in. Um, wow Parramatta fans making rape jokes that's fucking classy what a classy it's almost it's
1: almost, it's almost like their greatest ever player wasn't just released from jail
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh god um Brett Kenny no. just got released from jail both
2: both Shut both up, teams
3: <laughs> both teams didn't go hard till the final buzzer you played the dragons Jesus Christ John said, my first trip to Combat Stadium was well and truly worth it. Parramatta's second half, how awesome to watch live. A big thanks to Hook for reshuffling his squad before kickoff and giving us a disjointed Dragons team to pick apart at will. Epic night. That is a proper review of that game. And yep. from somebody who deservedly watched his team fuck up a poorly coached opposition. There you go. Enjoy it. Um, oh, our good and depressed friend, JDHD44 on Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking, I'd rather have an actual jet ski on the field because at least then Mitchell Moses might trip over it on his way to the try line <laughs> This is the, worst, is the worst edition of Gryphon Ball because the Dragons don't have the talent to win in spite of him like that Penrith team did. Uh, that's true. It's man. absolutely
1: one of my favourite subplots of this season is how they're not getting anything out of Suli as predicted. Because Griffin's his coach and how they got jet ski and now they're understanding what it's like to have jet ski in the side.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I love it. Um so that's it for the socials? That's it. That's it for four fifty one then folks. Thanks for listening. As always, find our uh various social media communities, Patreon and more, head to thisweekinleague.com forward slash links. Um if you would like to support the show, Patreon's the best way to do it. Drop us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend. Um
3: if you're international and you leave us a review, let us know. Let us know on the socials. Let us know via yes. email because we don't see them unless you tell us. And we'd love yep. to read it out for you.
1: That's right. Now, tipping, I probably should revisit the tipping competition. And at the moment, we have a couple of people tied. The top five, all on the, all on the same score. Willie Smash on top, followed by Mitch Rich, Mitch Doyle 13, Duhigg, Troy Schroeder, and in the rest of the top 10, uh, backer point with uh, Alpha Ben RL, Dipsy Dipsy Christy Furry Comedian Laughing Gnome That's it, Laughing Gnome is number 10 Congratulations Yeah, good All the best for the rest of the season Um, Glenn, do you have anything else you'd like to raise Before we uh... Absolutely nothing, Nathan There is absolutely nothing
3: else I have to say this evening that's good, seeing as I feel that we have discussed every game of rugby league that happened last week. All of the games. Oh, look, all
1: the of rugby league. Ones. Yeah, every all game of
2: actual rugby league that was played on the weekend has been discussed. Of NRL. That's it.
1: Yeah, yeah. we did we did forget to to discuss the uh, the semi finals for the NRLW, uh, which took place, and the Brisbane Broncos stranglehold on the women's competition has officially ended, and the grand final will be contested at Redcliffe this weekend. Between the uh, Dragons and the Roosters.
0: Who's
1: well, your tip? Dragons as well. Uh, look, I think I'm going to tip the Roosters just because be the champs. you got to beat the champs. And uh, the Broncos have had such a stranglehold on mm. that competition. Only losing uh, two regular season games, I think, in the history of the, the fucking competition. Yep. Uh, and then this this uh, game, uh, this semi they lost, was the the third game I think they've ever lost. So to beat a team like that is uh, yeah, it's impressive. And uh, and I think that the Roosters girls deserve to go on with it then, and uh, get the chip, get the ring. So
3: that's it. Fantastic.
1: Talk to you boys on Wednesday.
3: Later. See ya.